0: Back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Juliana Osborne, and this is Inside Exec. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Beck Co This is the final part of our conversation with Beck. We're going to pick up where we are continuing our discussion on what it's like to work with freelancers
1: goes to my next point. When you work with freelancers, it's about building relationships as well. Yeah, It's fine to do one-off jobs, mm-hmm. but most people like long-term clients yes. because you get better results for them because you get to know them. And that's yeah. especially true with copywriting or mm-hmm. when I create content for people. My biggest compliment is if someone says, oh my God, you were just in my head.
2: Yeah. You're using
1: my words. Yeah, that's it. The only way yeah. I can get to that is because we've taken the time yeah. to get to know mm. each other, mm. treat it as a relationship, throw bounce ideas around. I will listen to the phrases you use yeah, and to be able to pepper them back into that's content good. so it sounds more like you. Yeah. But if you're not willing to talk to me or well, spend time with <laughs> me, it's very hard to do that. It is a relationship and mm-hmm. most freelancers will still be thinking about your business when your yeah. job yes. is done. Yes. Or the good yeah. ones, anyway. Yeah. So I think that's why you've got to treat it as a relationship mm-hmm. and kind of know that... It's that same kind of period where there's a period where you get to know each other and as time goes on, you really get to know each yeah, other. Yeah, it's understanding
0: yeah. and appreciation. Yeah. But it has to be both ways.
1: Both yeah. ways. And then that comes down to the last one, which is about trust. What I see in hiring freelancers outside your business for a reason. So a lot of time freelancers are bought in because either marketing teams are non-existent Mm -hmm. or they run a very lean marketing team where they're just pulling in talent on demand and experts in areas that they need it Mm -hmm. or just internally they don't have the expertise in house Mm -hmm. to be able to manage things but what happens is we have that tendency to think we're all a marketer we've all been marketed to We are on social media, some of us. (laughs) We're on social media. We're consumers, we're buying. So our expert level or perception of our expert level is quite high. My advice is that we need to trust the people we've hired because too many cook in one thing. It starts to get really disjointed. I find that depending on who's involved, it's really important to get the right stakeholders who understand what parts they're signing off. The amount of times you have an argument whether you can start a sentence with an end because mm-hmm. that's you're talking conversationally, but it, mm-hmm. official grammar mm-hmm. breaks the rules. It's okay to break the rules sometimes. <laughs> They're my tips for working with the freelancers. I think it's a good trade-off for everyone involved. It gives flexibility for people with work. Yes, it allows you know businesses to cherry pick when they need work done and you know get the best talent. Someone who's working in that space every day. Good freelancers should be up to date and really current with what's working and what's not. We've
0: talked in the past to a couple of others who worked on their mm -hmm. own, uh, come out of big environments to work on their own. What motivates you on the days where you really don't want to do something?
1: Well, paying the mortgage is a big motivator. (laughs) (laughs) I meant to have some big... No. no. No, but, but, no. What you know, we want is, is for people to understand that they're normal. That's The reality is that I live in Sydney, mm. still have a mortgage to pay, yeah. and you know, same reason why we still turn up at work when you're in a nine-to-five. So like that's like what I wanted you to You have your, to show up. Yeah, yeah. so that's that what I mean, wanted you to say, that it's the yeah. same as same going to work. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it is. You have to show up.
0: What do you do then to move your headspace away yeah. from this? Is not just a job. This is me.
1: I think... For me, thankfully like, I am very self-motivated. so I always have been. So it's not a big as an issue for me, but there, of course there are times when your energy lags, but I find that I'm definitely a morning person. My most creative work or my, the right when I'm writing, I do it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's about understanding my ebbs and flows and yep. energy yep. Yep. and realising that, hey, I like working this time. Yep. So like, you know, this morning went to the gym, did a couple of hours at home, had a come coming here yep. to yeah. talk yep. over the podcast. And then I know that between two and four, is like I'm really rubbish because I've done all the hard, hard stuff.
0: It's your biorhythmic Yeah, You know, I've
1: done all the hard
2: stuff, or the you know really thinking stuff that I need mm-hmm. to
1: do. So you know, I'll often if I'm working from home, I'll take myself off for a walk.
2: Yep. Yeah. And that's or um, re-energize,
1: re-energize, or I'll do something yeah. else. Or yeah. you know, if when I work co-working spaces in the city, mm-hmm. I will actually go home. Mm-hmm. I will travel. Yeah. Right? So I go. I'm sitting on a ferry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, it's recharging me anyway yes. because yes. I'm staring yes. at the water, feeling yes. good. But I just go well. Rather than travel when again, because my brain kicks into gear again after four, <laughs> and it's like you imagine because you're like, oh, a deadline, I've got to six o'clock or whatever, to, you know, get yes. stuff done. It's like, Da-da-da. I'll right. just answer random emails on the ferry or none. Yeah. Right. So I'll travel when I know my brain's not, at its, you know, at its feet. It's
0: important, <laughs> I think, for people to understand that they do need to recognise that when they're working yeah. for themselves or or in a yeah. partnership. Yeah. they do need to recognise those times and not to be guilty
1: yeah. about the, yeah.
0: the break time. I think that that's they don't the have to work 24 yeah. hours a day. That's right.
1: And I think that the hardest thing is switching off, yeah. I think, yeah. when you're working yeah. on your own because there's always something to do. You know, like there's always something yeah. to do. So if you cannot put yourself up when you want mm. to have a break or even if you want to have a nana nap, that's okay. right? So you end up cause...
2: better for it anyway. And
1: you yeah. probably works like... Yeah. 10 days straight. Yeah,
2: that's it. <laughs> and so, oh my gosh, you're not, oh, you know. Yeah. People have this misconception that freelancers just hang around their PJs all day. Oh, it's actually harder. I've got another <laughs> point about freelancers. And yeah. I just wonder what the view, both of you, on this. A good freelancer, as you said, they're always thinking for their client. Yeah. And they want that relationship mm. and not just because to get repeat business no. for the money but because they know they can do it better because i understand my client and i can give them better and in a short period of time there is a line that i talking to other free- freelancers is a bit of a struggle where the project is finished yeah and it's all gone and people, because you kind or yeah. committed or caring, they keep bringing and asking stuff as if you're still on the books. <laughs> you want to keep the relationship, mm. but they're treating you as an available yeah. resource.
1: I think <laughs> that comes down to boundaries. So mm-hmm. there's a difference between me proactively saying I've seen something. They go, "Oh my god, that's a brilliant opportunity for one of my clients." Right. Right? And yeah. I'll shoot something off and I'll say, oh, hey, I was just, just yes. I just came across this. I think this would be perfect for you. Yes. Like hope all's well, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then send it off. That's yeah. kinda of no expectations. It's I've seen it, I've yeah. thought of you. That could be a really good thing for you. If someone's constantly asking you to yes. review this or do yes. that or whatever, yes. what I do is mm-hmm. the boundary is if it's oh hi, we're just talking. Yeah. Right. If I've initiated conversation with you, mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we're just chatting about this. Mm. And you go, oh, well, I've got you. I've got this mm. problem. Mm. Of course I'm going to answer. If yeah. it's a constant flow of emails, yeah. I'll go, great. Yeah. This is probably two hours' work or this is an hour's yes. work. I'll should, should I invoice you at the end of the month? Or yeah. like how Good. do you want that? Yeah. Right? So it's about yeah. introducing the money conversation. Yeah.
2: And not let or, it go and then get cranky yeah. about it or get feeling used. Yeah. You have to take the lead. Well it's, you
1: have to you, know, you have to take every, the lead because yeah. if you think of a client like a kid, mm. the kid's always gonna take the ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: ask them more if they want the topping yeah. or something else. That's true. They're never gonna know mm. unless you give the boundaries that they go, No, yeah. you can
2: have you've had an ice cream already, you mm-hmm. can't have the second one. It's or you with, can have it let's organise a meeting and set up a yeah. new framework. Yeah.
1: The thing is, I think every freelancer's probably been there. And I think especially in marketing too, maybe there's a lot more women marketers than, than men. We're kind of traditionally a bit people-pleasing yeah. in the, and yeah. we want to be liked, yeah. right? But th- at the end of the day, we, we want people to like us. Yeah. Saying no can be a really uh, hard thing. The moment I put a boundary in, it means people respect yeah. that too. You yes. know, And if yes. the people who don't respect the boundaries you place, mm. it's because they don't benefit from it anymore. Yeah. And you don't want them. No. So those clients can go, and yeah. then you're opening a bit woo-woo, but you're actually opening the door for yeah. the more of the clients you like. The more you say no. That's true. You know, like I fired a client
2: this year mm-hmm. yeah. before we even started. I think that's really important <laughs> because not all clients, we've we covered this in yeah. others with other people as well, is that what's your ideal client? Yeah. What's the topic? And yeah, you have to because... Doesn't mean just because they're a client that you have to take everyone on. You no. can't be all things to everyone. I think no. it's really
0: important yeah. that you understand the value of saying no. Yes, and that yeah. you move beyond the hurt and the guilt and the worry yeah. to saying no. I have to say no because mm. I have boundaries. There's only one mm. of me, and saying there's yes. lots of you out
1: chatting with other freelancers. It comes from uh, scarcity mindset Mm. because you're like if I say no to this what if Mm. there's not another job yes and what if I don't get paid this month or what
2: if what if Mm. but
1: I've not seen it where every time I've said no
2: Mm. opportunity knocks the very next day of course because you're you're doing that for a reason
1: because you're Mm. clear like you go, no, that's not the right work for me and the more again it sounds woo-woo but the more intentional you are Mm. about what you want to do and who what you stand for and the type of clients you want to work with it's really easy for people to know that you're the right person to work with you yeah. Yeah. because it comes across in everything. Yeah. And that's kind of what brand work is.
2: I just would like to ask you, if you don't mind, tell us a bit about how you're enjoying your business how do we, anybody interested in your business, how to go find you. Marketing Goodness has been going for
1: just over three and a half years. The last year and a half is full-time. The mm-hmm. marketing goodness. So I think as a freelancer, I was a little bit scared to cut the corporate mm. ties yeah. because I was quite happy with my regular paycheck. I was went back down to a couple of days a week in corporate so that I could then build the business. But then you realize that you're not hungry enough yeah. <laughs> to focus all your attention on the business. So yeah. I did the deep dive a year and a bit ago. And yeah, I haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of lessons along the way about you know being a freelancer and you might be an expert in the game but you're not an expert at running your own business yes. just yet yes. <laughs> so lots of lessons mm-hmm. along this year but i feel that i've what i've done is constantly show up so mm-hmm. i say to my clients that about marketing is about showing up and mm-hmm. reminding people that you're there yes so I feel that I've done that and that's why I have a constant kind of stream of business yeah. of regular clients, new clients um, from LinkedIn and people that are referred to me. The things that I do the most are around marketing strategy right. uh, up front. So like I said, you can't if you want to go somewhere, you would usually have a little map or a plan to get there and yeah. that's all strategy is. It's about how to get from A to B. My strength is in getting to know you and unpacking everything about your business mm-hmm. to help create a, a realistic marketing plan that one you can follow yes. and afford and that makes sense mm-hmm. for your business and then of course you know over my years I have written a million billion communications so it's a natural kind of segue into Content creation and copywriting. Yeah. So not mm-hmm. only do I create the strategy for you, mm-hmm. I can help with implementing some of the key messages
2: mm-hmm. and
1: writing articles and mm-hmm. brochures and web copy and, and things like that right. for people. So that's kind of yeah. most of the type of work that I do. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, financial services is my background, mm-hmm. so a lot in that space, um, a bit in the startup space mm-hmm. um, with a, with a few and you know local businesses as well so i for local businesses it's usually more of a coaching session Mm -hmm. where it's just like let's have a chat we don't we're not ready for a big full marketing plan Mm -hmm. but we need some guidance as to where to go
0: do you have a personal development plan for yourself yes this is one of them
1: everyone this is my first ever podcast
0: so, um, and I have to
1: say, you guys have made it so lovely because I don't feel self-conscious at all. Yeah. I was really nervous on the way here. I have yeah. to be true. <laughs> One of the things, again, is about showing up and doing things outside of my comfort zone. My development plans are to help scale my business so that it's not just me. I do a lot of training. I'm halfway through. I haven't, again, you need an extra person <laughs> to, to make yeah. it happen. But to do an online LinkedIn training course mm-hmm. one module as well for financial services yeah. people as well because there's such strict rules around what you can and can't say mm-hmm. so i just want to cover that so that will yeah. also help the compliance police mm-hmm. <laughs> feel yes. good that yeah, the yeah. training is actually protecting you and yes. you know allowing you to shine on social mm-hmm. at the same time so yes, yeah, developing some online courses mm-hmm. and putting myself out there a little bit more. The next stage might be video. Yes. So it's something about the video that and I get it and I, I see it with clients all the time as well because I'm always like, you've got to put your face out there, you've, you've got to show it. Um, I'm not taking my own advice.
2: It's okay. just shy. Kim, Kim can do that very well for you. <laughs> he doesn't take no for that. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> nodding and I'm like, why did I say that? <laughs>
1: there be a Personal development for you know working for yourself as a small business mm-hmm. owner, it's up to you to make it happen but it's also important the message i want to get out is that there
0: are lots of things when you start to work for yourself that you feel guilty about and going off to training courses or spending time doing other things is a big area and because of my background this is an area that i will not let you get away with so my message as part of that is that yes you can train all of the things that are related to the work that you're doing, but you've mm-hmm. also got to train you yeah, yeah. to be the business person that the
2: business needs. Yes. Or participate in forums and, and going to, whether it's in-country, out-of-country, yeah. people say, I can't afford that, I'm not earning enough. Yes, you've got to work out the money side, of course, yeah. but you can't put yourself last because yeah. you'll end up with There's a stack yeah. of online yeah. stuff you can do now. Yeah, as well. Yeah course
1: Definitely. and even like a few weeks i'm going to melbourne for um mm. copycon so i know mm-hmm. people these people may have heard of k-toon or not but she runs mm-hmm. this amazing community of copywriters and content creators mm. that what i like about her conference from last year and even yeah. i've joined their community is yeah. it's not just about copywriting it's mm. all mm. the stuff that we're learning in there is about how to run your business yes. Yes. and so yes. for me it was like a light bulb, perfect timing, mm. that here is everyone, like-minded people, all generous. We could all be yeah. charging people for the advice. Like, we all jump in and give our advice in the group. Mm. Everyone could be charging for that. Yeah, but that's great. we're like, no, we share yeah. because... Yeah.
2: You help each other.
1: Well, it's yeah, it's community help. over yeah. competition. Because yes. if you've come from a, a mindset where everybody wins... Yes. And that every there's enough business yeah. to yeah. go around for everyone. Mm. That's true. And I remember mm. there was someone at Citibank, mm. I won't mention his yes, name in same. case he doesn't yes. like the name, but he said to me once, and it's always stuck in my head, and purely because it was quite funny, but it, it actually still seems true, but he was like, there'll be no skinny kids around here, but... And I was
2: like, "What do you mean? Everybody's going to be well nourished? Yes, with yeah. We're with all going to get
1: yes. No, but we're all going to yes. get fat and happy. Yes. We, it means we all get the same opportunities. Yes, we all good. get a share of the bonus. Mm. We all celebrate in our success. Yes. And I think that, even though that's like it's a funny <laughs> yeah. to me, yes. but it's stuck in my head. I think that's mm. my approach to business. Mm. That that's if fun. everybody wins, if we all lift our game, calling yeah, my business marketing great. goodness." Even though people call me mm. the marketing goddess. Marketing goodness was because I was sick of hearing people say that, oh, I've got ripped off by this mm. guru. and mm. I'll just say, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. It is yeah. You're not going to make a six-figure mm. business in a day. No. Sorry, but yeah. if they are, yeah. why are they still selling it? Yes. Yeah, yes. Because yes. <laughs> like, they don't like, need the money.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> right.
0: Just to wind up, we <clears throat> might ask you, put you on the spot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, again. Ask you. Again, Yeah about your photography passion. Let's just go completely away from the business side of things altogether Mm. and we'll finish off with you telling us why this is a
1: passion. I've always taken photography, always taken photos, and I think having a camera in your hand every day Mm. just opens your eyes and the opportunities that everyone can be a photographer now. For me, it's a creative outlet and... I am one of those annoying people that stares around the room and will find, you know, Mm. I'll look at your photo and I'll find the weird person four people back (laughs) that's, you know, it's got the weird eye. Mm. I've always loved taking pictures and I, I I think I do have a good photography eye. Mm. So I'm always seeing things in my head, like framing, like, I think it's just something that I love doing and I take ridiculous amount of photos i've started taking street photography just on my phone and doing black and white just Mm -hmm. because i enjoy it my instagram account i play along well obviously you keep all the photos
0: you go back
1: and look at stuff i do and it's interesting because you know i've got an slr and and an iphone and i think my slr journey like to me it's interesting a photo that i thought was great 10 years ago i look at it now and i go oh that was a bit ordinary Mm -hmm. Mm. But at the time, mm. that was the best of my capability. I'm also someone with photography that my job is to get the best photo in camera. So mm. I actually don't... I'm probably one of the only photographers who don't know how to use Photoshop. Purely because my joy is in seeing the scenery and seeing it in mm. right there and capturing the moment in the camera. My joy is not sitting in front of a computer for five hours to create mm. an image that looked nothing like I just saw. Yeah. So not I'm a bit of a, a purist... Yes.
0: If you think about it in a, in a theoretical sense, do you think that that approach, given mm. that you've had that passion for such a long time, do you think you've brought that over Definitely. Into, into the
1: business Definitely things? Definitely. Mm. Even with design. I do all my own design work and I take all my photos from my social. So, And people are like, oh, where do you get all your photos from? Like, And I've had one photo shoot with somebody, but we I style it and I directed it and said oh we need this and this and i brought my little props along and so yeah i definitely have brought that across and you know using tools like canva that are free or I've, I've bought the business version of it you can be as creative as you want so
0: can i i just mentioned for all of you listening that we're <laughs> while we're recording this we do not have a photo of beck to yeah. use on the <laughs> website
1: <laughs> oh well i'm gonna unselfish selfie there's this guy in america who he introduced this term to me, and I said, I'm claiming it. It's not mine at all, Mm -hmm. but the thing is that we're all together and I have to take a a selfie of the three of us Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tag you on LinkedIn and say (laughs) what a great morning I've had with this podcast because I'm making you look good. So that's why it's unselfish. But I'm also... (laughs) kind of getting the kudos by being associated
2: with these two gorgeous ladies oh look we're we're going to end it yeah let's finish (laughs) (laughs) now i'm sure that'll be on the edit floor no (laughs) it won't be
0: on the edit floor because i need to have opportunities where fuliana is lost for words You all know this. As soon
2: as you say (laughs) photos, as soon as you say videos, (laughs) I'm frozen. But I
1: will do one last little thing that if anybody Mm -hmm. is looking for some marketing help who needs to get clear on what marketing would make sense for their business or want some copy that your customers will love, come along to marketinggoodness.com.au. Fabulous. Thank you for that. And we will put the links and the link to uh, if
0: you want to sign up to get the information that Beck talked about earlier. Yes. at the bottom of the post on the web page, but for now, I will thank you, Beck, for your thank time you. and your expertise and your sharing. Thank you. I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne. We've been talking to Beck Co from and this is Inside Exec.